You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Hey, 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 Brendan. Hey, Jackie Poo. Hey. I'm never going to hey, call you yo. Jackie Poo ever, <laughs> ever again. For some reason, I, I had this thought of be like, no, nah, that'll be a fun new way to start the show. <laughs> I immediately regret it. I regret it for you. Thank and, you. And um, I'm not editing that out. So, no, no, um, we're absolutely we're keeping, keeping that. It. No, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, Brendan, I'm I'm impressed with our with our um, podcast here. I'm impressed not only from like the the quality of our banter, but truly the inspiration from our guests and how lucky we have been to have such incredible people, including including today's episode that I'm just you know still laughing hysterically, still tears oh, rolling down. Yeah. Um. <laughs> this episode might be. I know I say this, may, I think every time, but. I laughed nonstop. This is like, just like I said with Angie, I think I say it with every guest, this person just, I cannot control myself. I can't control myself. The 100%. laughter, I just can't stop. It's a 100%. problem. Kara uh, Lindsay, or Kara Massey, for those that know, she's married to the incredibly talented Kevin Massey. And we were lucky enough to even catch her like during bath time. So I mean, <laughs> what luck! She got the- a break for one night to not have bath time and not get soaked by splashing tub water. So, Truth. Um, you're welcome, Kara. For those who are very <laughs> confused right now, uh, she has a wonderful, wonderful son that has bath time. Um, so it's not like we're calling Kara during her bath time. That would be very dangerous with a laptop and a lot of <laughs> microphone equipment. <laughs> I feel like Kara could pull that off. She could if pull it off. If anybody can, it's Kara. <laughs> but we've been we've been having such a ball with this podcast, and we want to hear more from from you guys. So if you have any questions that you want answered, or just to let us know how we're doing or what you want to hear mm. on the show, if you have any comments for Brendan, any advice, uh, you know, true, if, I I don't, need just whatever, it. you know. <laughs> but hit us up uh, with our handle at Instagram at again underscore podcast. That's where you can find us. Yeah, we've loved getting to hear your stories. Um, we're getting to hear some of your five, six, seven, eights, which is so brilliant. Um, and a lot of questions has co- have come in. So yeah, we love to communicate more with y'all. So at, again, underscore podcast on Instagram, Twitter, wherever you can find us. Uh, and we love hearing from you. And with that, Jack, man, I want to start this again from the top. Here is Kara Lindsay. From the top, a five, six, seven, eight. Look at her. She's the king of New York. It's good That's to see beautiful. her, isn't it? It is oh good to see it is her. Good isn't to it? see her. Guys, go- you oh have my god. Bits. Keep going. Should we keep going? Come combine them. Look at that. <laughs> is there is there a little house in the prairie quote that I don't know? <laughs> I don't know. Don't forget your calicos. <laughs> Well, instead of calicos, we have Carol Lindsay here today, and we are so honored to have you. 
Oh, I'm so excited to be here. I love you guys. It was so nice catching up. I mean, you guys didn't get to hear it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're starting this uh, a half hour later than we were supposed to because we were just had to catch up. So Being idiots. Here mm-hmm. we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think Good this is, Brendan, another episode where I just am going to fall over every 10 seconds because Kara is one of those people who I just can't keep it together. I don't know what it is. I can't contain my laughter. I think she's one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life. And you're very, you're very I, nice. I'm just, just funny looking. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's there's an element of just I mean foolish. Uh, <laughs> she's just like this foolish idiot. How do I how do I how do I say it? No, but there's a humanity that I think everyone sees in Kara that is just like ugh. I wish oh. everyone could be like Kara. You guys are so nice. That's how I feel about you guys. That's why we sat here chatting for so long. We're like, oh, we're supposed to do something. Let's yeah, do I think we are, we are here for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Jack, what are we here for anyways? Why are we here? I don't remember. Why are we, we don't What's know. What's the meaning of life? <laughs> <laughs> no, we are going to get to the bottom of Kara Lindsay's path to dance to broadway to beyond okay we're getting the whole five six seven eight one and a two from kara we're gonna go to the one and a two today i think brendan we're gonna go past the the seven eight past the seven eight to the one and a two yes one and a two and a three and a four and a oh uh and she's like a she's the day 12 count you never know oh Oh. you never know know as as my hips seize up immediately (laughs) just i'm sure (laughs) You know, somebody asked me the other day what was my favorite dance number to watch in Newsies, and I was like, the curtain call. And I felt so bad saying it because I know for you guys, like, you just danced your asses off the whole show, and then they're like, okay, now you're going to do the hardest number after, like, you are so sweaty and so exhausted, and you have to do this curtain call dance, and I was like, that was my favorite. It was so wow. awesome. I loved the curtain call because as soon as we were, like, doing the dance, I was like, all right. When we're done with this, we're done with the show. We have made it through. I had a kind of a similar thing in prom, but prom was, I mean, a different caliber of a, a finale. But ours, after we bow, we have another like mega mix. So you're bow and you like want that to be your, oh, I'm so proud of myself. We did it. I just swung three people in one show. And then you're like, <laughs> wait, actually, no, we're not done. I have to do another swung seven minute three number. Three people. Mm-hmm. That's crazy one average, average 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 wednesday right? average wednesday your mm-hmm. brain just must be like okay <laughs> i quit i mean it was, it was out of control it that's of crazy control. i bow down so okay how in this crazy world i mean because we'll get to your illustrious career yeah. in, a, in a moment but uh, but how did you how did you get into this whole kind of theater biz and more specifically what is the first moment that you remember be like I like dance. I kind of like like dance and getting into this whole dance scene. I I've been dancing. Why well, stopped dancing? Kind of recently because we all sit on our couches now. That's dance. Um, <laughs> but um, I started dancing when I was in kindergarten, and it was just for funsies. And my neighbors were doing it. I grew up with three other girls that were my age, which now I realize was really lucky, actually. We lived on a cul-de-sac in Rochester, New York. Hey, Brandon. Hey, ROC. ROC. I was from the town of Greece. Um, Spencerport. 
No, around a quite. Around a quite. How dare you? <laughs> Cut that part. Um, <laughs> so I I went to um uh oh gosh, Danceletics. No, Danceletics? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Sounds and then, and then I, I got I got more into dance and I really loved doing it. And I was like, I want it to be more challenging, I think. I want to do more things. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I started doing com- – sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's that in the background, Kara? <laughs> Emerson is very resonant. <laughs> Emerson's going to be a like, tenor. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I said one bedroom. Good for him. I'm so proud of him. He's going to be so clean. Guys, for those listening, it's bath time. It's bath time, and he is resonant. He's really resonant in his mask. Um, oh, we love it. Just like, just like, just like, just like mama. Yeah, the mixed belt. Um, oh, my God. I forgot what it's I healthy. Oh, so I, I started doing um, competition dance at Performance Plus um, when I was in sixth grade, and I loved, I loved it so much. Um, I mean – it didn't feel competitive to me. It just felt like I was because I didn't really care, honestly, to get a, an award or first place, second place. It was really just like being challenged um, and having uh, a, a goal uh, to do better. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I took tap, da- uh, jazz, ballet, um, lyrical and point for a little while point was like oh, brutal on the feet and yes. i was like why am i doing this to myself i have bunions I can't <laughs> like, this is rude uh so i stopped doing point but i really love jazz and tap specifically um and uh i started doing like musical theater dance solos so it was like for competition dance and you would do um i would do a a dance solo and you'd lip sing along (laughs) singer and then do this big old dance and it was like a lot of high kicks and like a lot of like oh you can't see hands how can you do a dance podcast but not see um but it's like it's with our imagination jazz hands that twirl like that was the the move of competition dance For those listening, it's very, it's very like champagne hands, a la Wicked, yeah. and there's a lot of shoulders. There's a lot no, of shoulders involved. The, yeah, oh, there are <laughs> shoulders. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> like a big, a big old high leg touching your nose. Of course. Um, and and lip singing to uh, Smokey Joe's Cafe. <laughs> no, you guys, that's actually what I did, but I loved it so much. It was like a combination of all my favorite things, um, but. The reason I started theater, started doing theater, was because of dance. Um, dance was my first love. Uh, when I was in sixth grade, our middle school at Greece Athena, we were doing Pirates of Penzance the musical, mm-hmm. and, and there is a big tap number with a lot of tapping cops, and they were looking for people that tapped. And I was like, "Well, I've been tapping since I was in kindergarten. I know how. I'll do it." But only if I can stand in the back. I don't like singing, or at least I don't know if I sing. Um, right. So that's why I started doing musicals was because they they needed tappers. And I was like, I do that. And then I was like, started matching pitch and singing songs. And I was like, oh, I think I like this too. This is cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, dance is the reason I'm in musical theater. Look at that, folks. Dance is the gateway. <laughs> To Broadway principal contracts right here. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. But I love how just kind of genuine and 
like raw your path was. You know what I'm saying? Like you grew up in a town, you took your dance lessons, you wanted more, so you kept taking more and you discovered that you liked different things along the way, singing, oh, I like to act and I love to dance all at the same time. That's so me and I can lip sync at the same time. <laughs> all of the things, <laughs> um, all of the things, but I feel like that's so relatable. Yeah. That's so relatable and really great for people to hear. Like, yeah, it just starts from um, kind of that, instinct of finding that inspiration for yourself yeah and i think i was at that point i don't know if you guys were like this i mean in middle school and prior like i just wanted to try everything i i also played soccer and did travel soccer and basketball and i, I just wanted to try things and like dance was another thing i was trying and i really loved it and gravitated toward it and it was a different sort of teamwork than you know soccer or basketball um so it was like one of the many things I tried. And I, I feel like as kids, when we're trying all these hobbies or activities, some of them really resonate with us more than others. And dance and theater obviously resonated more. <laughs> Although for a while, I really wanted to be Mia Hamm, the next Mia Hamm. I believe that. I really believe that. Mm -hmm. what, I, what I think is so cool too is that you even describe it as like, well, I mean, I had, I had neighbors that were like girlfriends of mine and we would just like, dance together like for fun it wasn't for this like oh i have to get better so i can get into this school get on broadway it was just like oh a leads to b leads to c leads to d this is kind of just like how it happened we uh, the girls that i danced with we didn't really have a competitive attitude about it because that wasn't really we knew we weren't going to grow up and be we didn't want to be dancers for a living to be honest like i, I or at least i didn't think i wanted to do theater which involved dance, but um, there were certain groups of people that were dancing at my studio that really wanted to be the best, do all of the dancing, um, win all the awards at the the dance competitions. And um, so it existed, just so mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. we just kind of were like, this is, we love doing it and we like the challenge but we're not going to be totally devastated if we don't win. I mean, we're, of course, we're like, oh man, but we weren't like crying in the corner like some others, you know. Um, we were in four star. It went up to five star. So the five star group of competition dancers, they were much more intense. We were four star, which meant we had to take four extra ballet classes a week on top of our oh. regular dance classes because technique is, mm. you know, number one. What I wouldn't give for like four extra ballet classes a week when I was younger. I mean, my Oof. parents were paying for it, which was very nice of them. <laughs> we love we love supportive parents here on so, here on again from the top. We're big order of supportive parents. I mean, it's everything you realize that when you're an adult and also raising your own kid, like how impactful your parents can be or can't be. You know, like it's exactly. Just, I feel really lucky that I have my mom. She's freaking badass. Hell yeah. And here you are doing a podcast about dance while Emerson gets a bath. So, I mean, it's just like. <laughs> he loves dance. When we, well, Kevin, <laughs> when we <laughs> dance around, he will laughs at us. And also he just loves it. And I really want him to be a tapper so badly. It's going to happen. He Make does it this happen. little jig um, with this Irish dance music um, on one of his, <laughs> on one of his baby <laughs> toys. It's like a da 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 um, and and he like stomps his little foot <laughs> to the music, and it's really cute. I'm like you're a tapper. River Whether dance, you like it or not, out. 
or you're a river dance dancer, Irish dancing dance. River river dance dancer. Irish. Is it just is it just a river dancer? I think it's an Irish dancer. Very well. Mm. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> That's fine. That feels better. That feels clarified. better. Okay. Clarified. <laughs> oh my god. So so you're in competition dance. You're a four star. Four star dancer. Yeah. I mean, in our books, ten. Well, star, you're a, yeah, say you're a five star dancer, but you're That's in the four very star Very nice. Level. If I That's tried cool. doing any of that now, I would tear everything. <laughs> <laughs> you complete your schooling at Greece, Athena, mm-hmm. Rochester, New York. Yes. I think I did. You. Uh, side note: Were you part of Les Mis when I saw? Yes. It? Okay, mm. so I saw Carolyn Z do Les Mis when I was <clears throat> starring. As uh, as the beast in West Rondecoid, I believe, uh, which I think you have seen maybe <laughs> the home videos of something. Yes! So, anyways, that's a whole other podcast discussion. That but... must be discussed. Did the beast <laughs> dance? The beast didn't oh, dance did much, but there was a lot of there was a lot of capeography really that I put in. But anyways, that he put um, in. So you finish no, okay. no, that he put in. Hang on, yeah. hang on. This right. is not about me today. This is not about me today. But it's gonna be. We. <laughs> Gonna... We get through Greece Athena schooling. What's the next step? Where do you go from there? So Greece Athena, I loved I loved my school. It, um I'm still so close with all those those kids that I did show choir with. I forgot to mention yeah. that. I did show choir the best. We actually did in middle school show choir. We did um Seize the Day, the 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 1992 film lyrics. Ah, uh, yes. And we had we had choreo to it. You can't mm. see it, but it was something like this. <laughs> she's doing she's doing the kind of what looks like a making of a clock. <laughs> yeah, it was. I think okay. they were trying to show like opening gates. Ah, with our arms. I see, so that's I see. what I was doing with my arms, folks. On the on the nose, contemporary. Exactly. I call that's it. what we do yes. in school. That's what we do um, <laughs> in middle school. Uh, so after. Um, after high school, I auditioned at so many colleges. I mean, I think, you know, we all went through the thing. Jack, did, where'd you go? I didn't go. You went to the school of Broadway. I went he to did. the school of Memphis. I went to the high school of Memphis, the musical national tour. <laughs> yeah, he did. High school that, of Memphis and then college cool. of uh, college of newsies, right? Just about. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. That's because you didn't need college. <laughs> They're like, actually, well, you're already, you're, you're here. You're ready. You're ready. <laughs> You're already seasoned. You're cooked. You're ready. Um, cooked. 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 Yeah, ready. I was cooked by then. <laughs> cooked. <laughs> and now no. we're digested. What? Now we're digested. Now you're digested. <laughs> yeah, now we're, we've been shot out. <laughs> oh, thanks, Anyway, thanks, 2021. Now I'm sweating over here. I need to put a little sweater on. <laughs> How long is this going to be? Um, yes. But so after after high school, I auditioned at so many colleges because um, I, I knew it by senior year that I wanted to do theater for a living. I really loved it so much. I couldn't imagine myself doing anything else. Also, I thought, you know what? I won't know unless I try. I did have that fear in me and I was like, oh, like what if I don't? What if it doesn't work out? What if I never knew? What if I went into something else? And I was like, oh, shit. Like, what I, what would have happened? Maybe I could have done it. Um, so I was like, you, I, you're never stuck in anything. You know, I can go and try. If it doesn't work out, I can do something else. 
Nobody's ever like, you went to school for this, so you must do this always. Um, nobody ever says that. So I, I was like, I'm going to actually give it a valiant effort and do the best I can and do what I love. And if it la- lands me where I want it to, then great. If not, that's okay. Um, of course, I'd be devastated. But um, so I went, auditioned at all these schools um, and I didn't get into a lot of them, but Carnegie Mellon was one that I did. And I was like, is this a mistake? Like Pretty I didn't get into University of Buffalo I, I, for the musical theater program. Um, but, and they were, a, they were, a, sorry, they were a safe school. Like, you know, when you have the ones where you're like this, yeah, this should work out. I'm SUNY school. I'm from New York. Like, yeah. I didn't get in. I was like, I'm. I think I'm not going in for this. I think I'm not cut out. Um, but then Carnegie was one of the last ones that I auditioned for, and it was in person. Obviously, all of them were in person then. Um, and it was on my birthday. It was at the university, and um, I, I just had this feeling there. It was like so inviting and awesome, and um, uh, really, I feel like it's. Uh, well, so many things, but Carnegie Mellon really changed me. I feel like for uh, it, it formed who I am now, um, and I feel like that's how that's what happens when we're on our own, when we're independent for the first time. We're not living with our parents, you know. It's like you have to learn mm-hmm. who you are and what you're really made of. And um, so, I'm really grateful for that experience. And I felt like it was challenged. Another place where, like, I really was forced to look at myself as a performer and um, try things that I'm scared of. Um, and it wasn't Carnegie Mellon's not really focused on dance, so um, that was something where I had to kind of make my own projects. We had this thing called Dance Light, uh, and it was uh, a program where. Um, dancers would choreograph certain numbers and we'd work alongside lighting designers and they would Mm. practice their lighting design, um, designing our like three minute dance number. And we would do a performance in our black box theater. And I was always a part of it. It was so fun. And it was just a different part of my brain that I was using. It wasn't for competition. It was just for fun and storytelling. And um, so I, I used my dance training in a different way at Carnegie. And uh, anyway, so uh, then I graduated from Carnegie Mellon. And the very first thing I ever did was called Lone Star Love. Ah, uh, um, yes. My for professional yeah. debut. And well, Google it. <laughs> Near, nearly, nearly Broadway debut, right? Yeah, I was supposed to come to Broadway. We had the the marquee was up and everything at the Belasco Theater. And um well, Randy Quaid was a part of it. And if you Google him in recent, sort of recent news, um, he, he's AWOL and uh, he owes money, lots of money. Yeah. It was, and we kicked him out of Actors Equity. That was my professional <laughs> debut. <laughs> and I was like, is this what it's like? Like, this seems very dramatic. These are all shows just like that. People get kicked out of the union every show. No, it's like the only time I think that's ever happened. I think it's very hard to get to that point. And he... You, re- you really got to mess up. He messed up. He messed up big time. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. Not yeah. Great. But then after that, it was kind of hard for me for a little while. I like... I worked at Dave & Buster's. Time Hell, I love Dave & Buster's. No way. I love it too. But like... <laughs> Don't work at Dave and Buster's in Times Square. 
Now, I remember a in-between shows uh, Jeremy Jordan birthday party. I didn't go. That I definitely went to at Dave & Buster's. Was it memory, she Maybe go. it was late at night. I know. I, I, I was like, I can't go in there. Like, I worked there. Like, can't do it. <laughs> can't, can't do it. I love Happy birthday. <laughs> Gotta go. Gotta go. PTSD. PTSD. <laughs> uh, it was very short. I only worked for, there for like three weeks, I think. It was basically that's enough training. That's enough. that's enough. But then I worked at a restaurant um, uh, at East 53rd Street that doesn't exist anymore, but it was the best. And they actually, mm. a lot of actors, friends of mine worked there because they were so understanding of like actor schedule and stuff. Um, I thought well, you were going to say after I got, after I had the uh, three week job, I went downstairs to the Applebee's and got that job instead. <laughs> <gasps> Oh my God! I'll go to that Applebee's right I, now I went over if to I could. Olive Garden. I thought it was like a little bit, you know, a smaller, smaller place. It'd be more, small, more, more boutique restaurant. Yeah, boutique. Yeah. Hidden. <laughs> Not Hidden. many people know it, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just it's in the family. So I mean, you have to go. <laughs> the breadsticks, though. Uh, um. Anyway, I like just kept rambling. I don't even know what question was asked. <laughs> We're pretty much just kind of like going through the journey, and so we're so after the Olive Garden, um, we get <laughs> I did to not work in the Olive Garden. Just to be clear. <laughs> well, we'll later. <laughs> let's let's discuss because because um, what we want to get into is the so you did a tiny little show called Newsies, um, and so it? what <laughs> do you guys know it here and there? <laughs> yeah, uh, and I oh. I'm honored. I'm honored to kind of. I don't know. I know you you did Lone Star Love. You had done a few things beforehand, but it's almost like I have this vivid memory that we're going to get into of what will be my should have shot it moment, mm-hmm. which we'll explain to you later. I'm so nervous. I remember being in a rehearsal and I'm watching this girl who I've I've never seen before. She's typing on a typewriter <laughs> and she is unveiling this song. And I'm literally watching what happened, and it just... I see what you did there. its It was literally like watching a star being born. It was one of those moments of like, oh my God, who is this person? Everyone in the room, didn't matter who anybody was, all eyes were on Kara. And I just got to say, to then watch that, and then we did King of New York like the next day. And this bitch comes out with like a ball change and just takes her leg and puts it past past her brain. And it was one of the most fantastic things I've ever seen. And then just tapping alongside us. Not, I mean, better than us. It was no. so cool Oh, thank you. You guys, he's showering with lots of compliments, but I will, I'm going to explain my side after this. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to go to Kara. Kara. I will never. Oh, my God. She's beauty and she's grace. I almost fell off my chair. They're <laughs> drinking. I'm just sitting here. It's dangerous to sit. <laughs> um, but thank you, Brendan, for saying those sweet things. And Jack, you guys are so sweet to me. Thank you. Um, but I, I remember learning King of New York and going home crying. Like I've ever said this out loud. Well, no, I have, but like not to you guys probably. I went home weeping because you boys pick up choreography so quickly. 
And like I, I like I said at Carnegie, we didn't we weren't really dance focused, so I kind of lost a lot of like picking things up quickly, um, which is a, a muscle and valuable. But I was so and you guys like do that all the time, um, and I was like they it's like. Chris or Lou showed it to you once and you knew it. And I was like, hold, hold, can we flap, flap, what? <laughs> um, can you- flap, flap. Flap, 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 change. Flap, change. See, I can do it on my mic. Um, there you go. But I, I was like, I, I felt so panicked and so nervous. But I was like, I know how to tap. I know how to do this. I've been doing this since I was little. But I just couldn't pick it up. And it was like we already moved on to the next number. And I was like, but I don't even – what it was that? Uh, so I went home crying. And I think I reached out to Lou. Um, and he worked with me. And I remember going over it a lot with you, Brendan. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, can we do this thing? Like, help help me. I remember. Uh, I remember. In Studio B at, uh, at New 42. Yeah. It was just – it felt so fast. And I know some of us were like st- stressed about it, but – you know, and we would just go over it together, um, which was helpful because it felt like it was just me. <laughs> but no, we were all stressed. We were all stressed. stressed, which was nice to know. I was like, all these these boys are learning a whole show full of choreography and I can't do my like 10 counts of eight. <laughs> um, but after like a day or two, like it, it started to get in my body. But man, it was crazy. Um, just watching you boys absorb choreography so quickly and then implement it with ease and grace and like you had been doing it for three weeks. It's it's absolutely phenomenal. And I won't ever forget that because mm-hmm. I, I, we would go into our rooms when we were learning certain material, you know, and that was like the first moment where I was learning something with you guys and watching the process and being a part of the process with you. And, like, looking back on it now, I was like, holy shit, that's a lot of pressure, like, with you yeah. guys? So you think you could dance people? And, like, <laughs> you guys have been dancing your asses off your whole life? Like, I just, I don't do that. Um, so that was wild. And I, I just, I'll never forget seeing, you guys are the real deal. The absolute real deal. It's just so amazing. And I felt so lucky in both the, the film and on Broadway, like to feel like I was a part of that in King of New York, like to feel what it was like to kind of be a newsie for a second and like (laughs) dance my ass off in a corset and like feel that power together. Um, It was, it's so thrilling. It's so exciting and energizing. And it's like, Oh, I just want to do that number 8,000 times. Or can I do carrying the banner? I'll hurt myself, but can I do it? (laughs) <laughs> just, it's just so awesome. Hey, you had a big cross in carrying the banner. Let's, let's, not, yeah. let's not discount. Let's not discount the Darcy cross. That's right, right, Jack. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Let me ask you, Kara. So when those times come when you say, I left the rehearsal crying my eyes out and you felt, you know, so stressed about everything. I know for a fact there are people watching who are relating to that exact phrase because we teach people all the time in you know, um, specifically um, the Broadway Collective, I work very closely closely with, and we have a great training program there. And these kids are building those fundamental skills to try to learn choreography better and quicker and all of the above. And we watch them and work with them on self-tapes, for instance, and they will 
spend, you know, we kind of have a, a three take rule unofficially to try to get it down to the best one we can. And then you kind of just have to send it in at that point, you know? So I, I mean, people will do a self tape and, or like work on it and just beat themselves up so much and just cry, cry, cry. Cause they just feel like they can't do it. And that comes from a very valid and real place. So going to that, my question is, where do you take your mindset? Then I know you say you worked with Lou, you worked with Brendan, but kind of what puts you back into gear to telling yourself I can do this and um, moving forward with that? Because there's, like I said, a lot of people who break down and are like, I can't do this. There's no way I can pick that up. I can't turn that in looking like that. So where do you, where do you place yourself? My God, that's so, that's so real. I mean, honestly, all of us are doing some sort of self tape in a way. I mean, you know, like one throughout this mm -hmm. time and, we are so critical of ourselves um, and perfectionists, especially as dancers, even though like I didn't feel like it was very competitive. I, I had that perfectionist in me. Ballet teachers are no joke. And <laughs> I think I think that's where it came, come, comes from, just being a perfectionist. And I don't want to do badly. I don't it needs to be perfect. Um, but that's what makes humans so wonderful is that we are imperfect. And we tell stories on stage of imperfect humans. And like, how boring would this world be if we were all perfect? <laughs> Blech, boring. Um, so I think, <laughs> I think it's like doing the work. That's what I have control over. Like doing my preparation. So going back to Brendan or to also Lori Valdir. We, because she was covering Catherine, like she was mm -hmm. learning it too. And we, we were both like, she's a dancer. And we were both kind of like, ah, <clears throat> um, it was happening quickly for us. So we, we band together and like went over it a lot. And I, I just practice in my apartment all the time. And I think like, Sometimes you need a good cry. You know, I, I had this expectation that I would pick up things quickly, quickly, or that everybody would be, we would learn it slowly. So it didn't go as I thought, you know, but I, <laughs> you got to keep going. Um, and it's okay. Uh, I think, yeah, I, I think it's just reminding yourself that I think we get upset uh, because we care about it a lot. We care about our craft. We care about what we're creating and we want it to be good because we care mm -hmm. about it and that's great but mm -hmm. um you gotta yeah you gotta move on eventually you have control over your preparation um and how much work you put into it and then how you react if something goes wrong you know um so tr trying to like check yourself like of course upset is warranted but then move mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. like if it was bad like fix certain things and then do the work go back to it and then let it be. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I yeah. fully agree. I hope that's helpful. <laughs> Absolutely. I, um, so <clears throat> I want to talk about the bubble. I want to talk you're about, ask the bubble. about my dance cross and popular. <laughs> oh, we'll get there. I have a story about that. Uh huh? Oh yes. <laughs> oh, maybe we should just go there. I mean, I'm seeing the arms. I'm seeing all that. Stuff. I was but... kidding. It's not dance. I mean, it's dance <laughs> quotes, air quotes I'm making. <laughs> but I mean, I, I want to know because we have a lot of listeners who they always hear, oh, you know what? Well, you're just a dancer. And I, I want to kind of combat this because we've had multiple guests and, and I think you are 
an absolute example of this who started started with dance, got into like acting in theater and the and the and these things. And I I want to. I want to I want to de debunk the myth of like just a dancer. So can you t- kind of talk about maybe like going into Newsies and then kind of auditioning for Wicked, going through that and stuff? Like even as like I don't know, I ramble a bit, but I I wanted to have this experience of not just a dancer. Yeah, well, I think we're all storytellers. Somebody, a, a friend of mine, made a website. Um, and they they do many things um, that are, involve theater or film, TV, um, s- scenic design, um, everything. And he was like, I'm a storyteller. Like, I don't want to be limited by I'm just a scenic designer. I also act. I do this. I do the, these things. So he had storyteller. I was like, that's genius. Hell yeah. We are never stuck in one thing. Um, but I think – what one thing I do value from um, Carnegie is that they said you're you're always an actor first. Like, great, you have a wonderful voice. Great, you're a beautiful dancer. We had amazing dancers at Carnegie, and they're like, but you have to act it. Like, you have to act through your dance. You you can't just have no <laughs> feeling. Like, tell us your story. What is the story? What's the what is this moment? So I think that is always first. I you know in anything. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I guess with Newsies, um, Newsies really changed everything for me, to be honest. I mean, I think it it changed a lot for all of us, um, mm-hmm. but it changed my the path of my career. Um, I was I did a lot of regional theater before. Newsies. I had worked at Kansas City Rep. I had worked. Um, I did a tour of Little House on the Prairie and worked at Paper Mill, um, <clears throat> a couple times in Kansas City, Denver. Um, amazing regional theaters that I hope we're doing okay right now. I actually think about them a lot. Um, but then Newsies came, and it was supposed to be another great regional show. You know, right? That's all we were going to do. I know, but like it was so cool to work for Disney. I was like, yes, and I don't care where. Like. <laughs> I, I don't care. Send me to Antarctica. I will work for Disney. <laughs> um, so I was thrilled. But then it just like was one surprise after another with Newsies. And it was unexpected. And um, I do remember, though, the dance call for all of us girls. And I was unclear about, <laughs> about Catherine. We had just the sides and the the last half of Watch What Happens. <clears throat> we didn't get a full script. So mm. I didn't really – we had a description, so I knew that. But I was like, is she scruffy? Like, is she kind of – not scruffy, but, like, is she more tomboyish? Really? Right. So I was like, I'm wearing pants. I'm wearing pants, and I'm putting my hair up in, like, a ponytail and, like, wearing yeah. a T-shirt uh, for this dance call. I was the only one. Um, some girls had like these like ballet shirts <laughs> and like, you know, like cute dance clothes. And I was like, I think I did this assignment wrong. Um, but even for my audition, I wore like a, a button down um, shirt, like what, like, you know, those fancy button down shirts, like uh, man, not man shirt. What is a dress shirt? Button down dress shirt. You guys, I'm a mom. I don't know where. A button button down shirt. Button down shirt. Above the age of zero. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A button down dress shirt. And then I wore pants. Yeah. And flats. 
And I was like, this feels like who she would be. And then a lot of girls wore dresses. And I was like, shit, I feel mm-hmm. like I messed this up. I was really worried about it. But then, you know, you just got to stick with you just stick with your gut. Um, but anyway, with the dance call, it was this it was uh, don't come a knocking on da. It was that music. I didn't know what it was at the moment. I was like, okay. Um, and it was this like very burlesque number, though. It wasn't that. It wasn't what it ended up being. Right. Um, it was this burlesque jazz number. And I was like, what's Catherine? Like, is she a stripper? I'm confused. <laughs> I'm so confused. Because um, I thought we were going to do like some newsy dancing. <laughs> I was like, like, do this that's why i wore pants and a t-shirt and then they gave us like three counts of eight to improv oh no and i was like all i know is that i'm flexible so i lifted my leg to my face and i held it <laughs> and, and chris Catelli wow. said that i one. held well i didn't hold it for the whole three counts of eight but i was like ah oh, okay i'm flexible i can do that and i think i did something else but like i mostly just held it um <laughs> and they and then after I got hired, um, uh, I was with Chris Gatelli at a paper mill. Like, uh, it was at the Jimmy Awards, maybe is that they're called? Maybe. Yeah, I was there, like presenting for one of the awards, and he was there, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited, I'm so thrilled, I can't wait, you're amazing. Um, and he was like, thanks, we're we're excited too. Do you tap? And I was like, yeah, I do. I love yeah. tap. He's like, great. And then cut <laughs> King of New York. It's like, oh. Uh. And then also they were like, do that leg thing you did in your audition. We're going to put that in the show. <laughs> That's the rule. I will the say. Choreographers, if you show them anything, it's going in. To that yeah. leg thing. Um, no, I, 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 like, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> she's, yes. There it, it is. It still goes up. She still got it. But that's when you came in to do the movie and we were in our rehearsal studio here in New York first before we went out to L.A. You remember you coming in and Lou was kind of just working with you on the side and you're like, oh, I don't know if I can still do the leg thing. Like you were just so unsure about it. And then all of a sudden you just like grab your foot, go to the ear. And it was just so like first try. There was no warm up or anything. And it was the most incredible thing our jaws just like fell to the floor (laughs) truly like any sort of good technique it's just like okay she's flexible like we used to have to sit in our splits oh yeah and stuff oh god so like i guess once you have it you have it (laughs) (laughs) for those wondering backstage i mean my my cue every single day in king of new york before the at the top of two I'd bring in the table, um, and that is where Kara would start top of two. She would always throw down her prop of the paper on the table, and she would do a little plie stretch, take the leg, lift it up. I had to say, check it. All right, we're good. Let's go. Every day. Just, I mean, like a, it was perfect every single time. Oh, no, it wasn't. There were so many times <laughs> that was so janky. You got live theater, whatever. And I'm wearing like the heaviest costume. Just oh, 40, 40 pound skirt. Just Goldstein, the designer. He, Yeah, the heaviest skirts were King of New York. I was like, I need like something. He's like, we can do a hook. We can do the hook. We can do a hook thing. Like, well, that's <laughs> helpful. But like, could we do lighter material? Oh, we're gonna do the hook. Yeah, the hook. I, although That's he's good. a genius, I I love. Oh my god, he's amazing. We worked on Little House on the Prairie together as well. Oh, wow, reunions, reunions, yeah. Um, but Kara, one speaking of mm-hmm. splits, 
um one of my memories and i could talk about memories of kara i feel like forever i feel like oh, i don't know why i have so many but they're just brilliant well, we um, backstage waiting nervously for that live we're like oh god <laughs> <laughs> no my 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 uh split reference here is when i came to see you in wicked in new york and you were doing popular and i listen it's i mean you as glinda is just the most ridiculous piece of art i've ever seen it's truly <laughs> it is truly something very very incredibly special and um like i i just wouldn't stop squirming it was just a whole evening for me um but I digress. So you in popular, I don't remember what part in popular it was, but you went into a drop split. Like you jumped in the air, the legs went out to the side, you slammed oh, yeah. on the ground. It was a part of your bit that you were doing. And it was, yeah. and I verbally screamed in the audience, <laughs> just loud. And then when I saw you after the show, I was like, hold on, we have to talk about that split you know popular. I did it for you. Like and then you I was gonna say and then you came up to me and you were like I did that for you. <laughs> oh it was a whole it was a yeah, whole if thing. I had like dancer friends in the show I was like I'm gonna give them a split. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So all that uh, sitting in the splits really paid off I'm assuming. Oh uh, it's so funny. It's, it's yeah. always there like you said it's just always there now. <laughs> well and yes it's always there but also with Glinda like it didn't have to be perfect you know mm -hmm. she's like I'm amazing you guys but she's not <laughs> and that's, that was the fun of it it was like you know the back leg was bent but <laughs> she's like I'm great I'm the best ballerina ever Duh. and it was Gosh. fun to do thank you Jack I should have been fired <laughs> it was a it was a yaw split yeah Overall, it was the most incredible night of my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> truly. Um, but Kara, we had um, some people write into our social media and has quest who have questions for you. Um, follow us at again underscore podcast on the social. Um, but our first question is from Angela. And Angela says, do you do anything special to help memorize or pick up choreography when rehearsal periods move so quickly? Now, I think um, I love recording the dance captain or whomever, <laughs> like if that's possible, I do that. Mm -hmm. I did um, Singing in the Rain um, and it's such a yes. fast process and mm -hmm. um, I, I met with a choreographer and I was like, is there any way I could just like put the put my phone down and we can go through the choreography and and then I will like learn it slowly on my own but also so I can keep up with everybody because <clears throat> I, I am a little bit slower now um it's like I can do them but like picking it up is hard and also I think taking classes helps like take dance classes do the thing um I mean I'm not practicing what I'm preaching right now but you guys don't have babies maybe so do it <clears throat> um <laughs> But it, it really is a muscle. And well, actually, I do. I take some dance classes from 305. <laughs> What's 305? Oh, Jack, I love you. Oh, it's the best. It is a workout. And it's like it's like club dancing. <laughs> but hell anyway, yeah. Um, so you should take classes. <laughs> and, but really recording. Like if you are learning the choreographer or choreography that day and you can put your phone down and record and video it do that if, do if it. it's allowed i mean if it's just for you to learn i feel like it should be fine mm -hmm. um 
and like you said, it's a muscle. It comes with time, like yeah. to be able to pick up things faster and faster. One hundred percent. Yeah. Three hundred five. Three hundred five. <laughs> Sponsored by three hundred five. No, oh. They're not. It's not real. Um, our second question is from Sydney. And she wants to know, what is your go-to dance step when you blank on the real choreography? <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I feel like I haven't really... This might have to be another video insert. So if we need to describe it now, and then we'll post it about <laughs> <Yes>. later. <laughs> no, you can't, you can't get away from the, the twirly champagne hands from competition <laughs> dance in high school. Um, so it's this. Yes, it's that that, is, even that if is. it's not even in the same world. <laughs> like, <laughs> We're we're gonna call it casting a spell. Ooh, it's casting a spell with, with your shoulders and your whole body. Whole mm. body on that one. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think I have done that either. I like just mess up and then I gotta keep going. <laughs> just a shrug of the shoulders and yeah. Like, well, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just you know, yeah. Oh God, it's that emoji with the shrug shoulders. I do that. Yes. Mm. Well, Nobody notices. It's great. No. Shrug of the shoulders, all is forgiven. Oh my God. I just remembered when um didn't Jeremy like do on his final day? He then he did it. What didn't he do? For his um bow. Didn't he like eat it? Like he like he ran in and he like Oh, there's a time. Yeah, he wanted to do his um he wanted his one-handed cartwheel. Oh, <laughs> oh. Oh. And he wanted to he wanted to go into it, and then because he always well because he had um, God, what's the theme park he worked at before before he was Jeremy Jordan? What's the one everyone Bush works Gardens? at? Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens. Uh. He had done like tumbling. He'd done all this stuff, and he would tell me in like Newsies rehearsal, be like, "Yeah, I, I used to do that. I bet I could still do it." <laughs> and then when we had the finale Ultimo, and he like had this opportunity to come downstage and do this thing, and oh yeah, he did it for his last bow, and he I feel like he. Ate it, yeah, something for the I mean, last he did one. Do that cartwheel all the time, which was I loved it. <laughs> so, like Jack Kelly, I got this, yeah, <laughs> I got this. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't, rem- I just remember him like falling so hard. Oh, right, he ran in for his bow and tripped on the tower and rolled downstage center <laughs> for his last <laughs> bow. That's right, no, it wasn't even like dancing. And he laid laid on the ground, and everyone applauded. And I was like, "This is this is fitting. What a way to go out! This is happening." That's incredible. Anyway, I don't know how we got here. I'm sorry. No, that's incredible. That's, that's incredible. And we, uh, we just have one more thing before we go. I know you have a family that you need to put to bed. I have um, a family member here that's like such a leech. High maintenance. <laughs> such a leech. I love that. Uh, but we like to have this segment before we go with all of our guests. It's called Shoulda Shot It. Shoulda Shot It! I wasn't thinking about that. And we want to know what is something in your career or just your life, maybe it's a family moment, maybe with just with a friend, something funny, maybe an audition or just on the sidewalk that you've witnessed. Who knows? But what is something that you wish should have been shot, captured forever? Uh, you know, I, I like, I, I'm going to answer this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There's no wrong. But no wrong. I like, I wish that I could redo something. Like, I wish that we could like go back in time and Emerson could see 
Newsies, like see mm. me and Wicked, like see the things. I wish that, but that's mm, not yeah. the question. So um, I think I would love to have like the whole opening night, day, evening um, filmed like of Newsies, like th th that moment. And then also with the live capture several years later, because the show itself grew a lot. And also just seeing like where it came from. That was like before we knew how big it was going to get. Um, yeah. Like I think opening night at Paper Mill, like not even Broadway, Paper mm -hmm. Mill. Like to ha shoot that and see what that was like. It was a lot of, it was so different. But it, it was so it was different. Such, this, this little bud. It was like we didn't even know where it was going to go. Um, so I think that maybe. We had this like tiny inkling, but all of us were just kind of fulfilling this like dream of i mean it's one of the movies that made me want to dance made me get into dance and so to kind of like have it come to fruition we even had like newsies movie cast members come see it and that was such a cool day yeah. and i remember like when we closed it was like wow this was incredible and that was all it was supposed to be okay. and it, it was kind of this like innocent beautiful thing and then just like <sighs> it was unbelievable yeah mm -hmm. it was cool and we were all so grateful. It was like we didn't – We of course we want it to live on forever. And yeah. we were like maybe. I mean I remember when um, that big Disney executive came and to see the show and we're like, what's he doing here? Not Tom Schumacher. Bob, Bob Iger? Yes, Bob Iger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what are he doing? I remember we had to come to rehearsal <laughs> an hour early to just like run some rehearsal. Oh. And we were just, we were going to be going over numbers for those who can't see. I'm doing air quotes. Right, we're going we had to like go over some numbers, but it was a full presentation for Bob yeah. Iger at 9 a.m. Yeah. We're like, okay, okay, this is hard. Yeah. Oh my God. That's right. <laughs> what I love that I think capturing that like simplicity and innocence of the very first couple even days of that journey of newsies at paper mill and just because it's such paper mill is such a beautiful place in general oh, so that just really sets the scene of that beautiful growth of the show for sure yeah donate to all that. those like local theaters mm -hmm. just paper mill included i hope everybody's doing okay <laughs> it's not kara said so everyone kara yeah. said so please <laughs> Let's keep them afloat i said you must donate well, I say that what you say. Okay. And Glenda Dia, we are happy for you. Okay. <laughs> what is this podcast now, about? This has been practically <laughs> perfect, I tell you what. <laughs> oh, gosh. We could just do those all day. I know. I, could just, I have like probably a list of them in my head right now. <laughs> Follow the puns. Follow the puns. Well, I mean, Kara, it has been such a pleasure to have you. We've laughed, we've cried. <laughs> We've tapped. We've 305. And we've stretched and we've 305. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about them with this class oh, now that I've, that I've seen this. It's really great. Jack, I of course you know. <laughs> it's a grand time. <laughs> well, I hope you're taking a class tonight of that. And I want to thank you for coming on the show. Tonight. You know, but like truly in all seriousness, thank you guys for this joy and thank you. I mean, these are the these are the ways that we're keeping theater alive right now and thank you for doing that. And it's so nice to reminisce and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that happened. We did those things. We we did that." Mm -hmm. And that's going to happen again. That's going to happen will. again. Yeah. So, this is beautiful. Thank you for doing this.
you're so wonderful. Thank you for being here and giving us your evening away from your family and for it's missing fine. bath time. It's fine. I just get really wet because he's like, he splashes so much. He loves <laughs> seeing water fly in the air. So he's going to be a tapper. I'm telling he's you. He's going to be a tapper. He's going to be a tapper. He's going to tap with his mom. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you, thank girl. You, thank you. Hey, it's Brendan. Hey, it's Jack. Thanks so much for tuning into our podcast. Be sure to hop on over to our Instagram at again underscore podcast and give us a follow. A like. A comment. A DM. Because we want to hear from you. Let us know how we're doing. Sure. 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 And before you press next to play your next podcast. Hopefully it's us again. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And give us a rating if you love what you're hearing. Again from the Top is produced by Dory Berenstein. And Alan Seals. Stay tuned for our next 5678. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.